Welcome to PRISM, a podcast meant to inform and encourage church leaders. Here we'll cover every area of church life, from assimilation to personal care and everything in between. So regardless of the size, type, or location, PRISM will be a guiding light for brighter churches everywhere. And now here's your host, Neil Scoggins. And welcome to another edition of the PRISM Podcast. Again, like it said, my name is Neil Scoggins. So glad that you guys have decided to join us today. Thank you so much for downloading and liking and commenting. Also, share these episodes with everybody else on whatever your platform actually is with the PRISM Podcast. Uh, if you have ideas of folks that you want to be on the PRISM Podcast, you can email us or write a review. Uh, and we'll be happy to uh, to get that there. We'll put that uh, in the show notes and email address that you can actually email us here on the Prison Podcast. Today, I am with, uh, so let me just kind of give you a little background a little bit. There's a church in central Arkansas that uh, got married. Two churches got married. Uh, and I know that's, you know, everybody's getting married nowadays, but it's not what you think it's actually <laughs> going to be. But two churches ended up getting married. Uh, the secular ner- term is called a merger, but these ch- two, two churches got married. Uh, they actually have three pastors that are on staff. That's uh, called Grace United. Actually, uh, one of the uh, churches with the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. We're so excited uh, about that marriage. But we have uh, one of the pastors here, Bishop Stephen Arnold, uh, that was the pastor of Grace Temple. That was also an ABSC church uh, that uh, can talk. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, that marriage. And it's going to be a two part. So let me go ahead and let you guys know now. Part one, we're going to talk about uh, Bishop uh, Arnold and the path of how we kind of got here. And then uh, next week, uh, well, two weeks, we'll talk to uh, Joshua Hurlbert and uh, the Grace Church. Uh, side of uh, of the marriage. Bishop Arnold, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we uh so this is Prism on the Road. We're All not in right. the studio. All uh, right. We're actually uh, take the show on the road. <laughs> take it, this is the second time we took the show on the All road. Right. We, uh last uh podcast we talked to George Ross from New Orleans. Okay. And uh, had a great time with him talking about church plants, but uh but tell me a little bit about uh, Grace Temple and and Grace United. I mean, this is and and why you call it a marriage instead of a merger. Uh, I look at the term merger as more of a legal term. That okay, uh, it was a hostile takeover. Uh, one party was not really crazy about it, but they decided to go it on and go with it. Yeah. Uh, normally, a marriage is two you know people. Uh, two entities coming together to say, this is what we want to do. Yeah. We believe that God wants us to be together. Yeah. Uh, so I like to refer to it as a marriage. Yeah. And then it carries with it the spiritual connotation That's good. that God has brought this together. Yeah. You know, we say what God has joined together. Yeah. Let not man, man put a son. Put a son. There you go. That'll yeah. preach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I used that in a sermon one That's time. Right. I did use it in That's a sermon. All right. So, so Grace United came about because of Grace Temple and Grace Church. Tell me about the the Grace Temple side. What, where was Grace Temple? What? You know, what kind of facilitated that that interaction? Well, going back to uh, Grace Temple was born and birthed in 2010. OK. Um, and, um, you know, we, we we saw God do some awesome, powerful, amazing things uh, within basically a 12 year period. Uh, the church was 12 years old. And then, uh, you know, we had uh, quite a few locations. 
We started out on Mississippi, moved from Mississippi to uh, Bowman, uh, next to uh, Best Buy, a uh, location that used to be called Linen and Things. Uh, okay. That was our second location. And I guess probably the most joyful time and at the height of our existence, we were over on a Shackleford um, in a, a warehouse. Okay. Uh, and it was in that spot that we, because uh, we started with about 250, but it was at that location that we got as large as 700 members Man. doing that phase. So wait a minute. So so for those of you that are not in central Arkansas, so you started Miss, Mississippi uh, Bowman? Mm-hmm. Now, how far is Mississippi and Bowman from each other as far as Probably maybe five to seven miles. Okay, so within five to seven miles, uh -huh. and then from Bowman to Shackleford? Mm -hmm. Another five <clears throat> to seven miles. Then another five to seven, uh -huh. and then, uh, so you're you're there. So you, how was the church? You say 700. <laughs> yeah. So how large was the church, uh, like, when you started at Mississippi? Probably about two two fifty. So you jumped out the blocks with two fifty. Yes. Now you, we had to start off with two services. This is a church plant. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You started off like an existing church. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I had history. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. I had history <laughs> name written. So. Clearly. I, I tell people all the time. Uh, don't base your church plant on me. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't, do don't. It. Well, Bishop Arnold did it. Don't, yeah, don't you do it. Don't yeah. do it. You'll hurt do yourself. You're, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, right. and it's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to hurt bad. Oh, it's going to hurt bad. For real. So you move and then you grow from, from 200 some odd folks to 700. Mm -hmm. And that's not a swell. That's no. legitimate. Yeah. Actively mm -hmm. engaged yes. folks. Yes. Uh, that's another five miles away. Wow. Yes. So got to seven. Mm -hmm. And then did you move? Well, you moved again. After yeah, that we day. moved. Um, I, I always believed that God had uh, a, a design, and it was along with my desire for us to be in West Little Rock. Yeah. Uh, wow. But, you know, even in the midst of uh, leading churches, uh, and this is a, a moment of transparency that. Sometimes as leaders, we can get off track. And I, yeah, we I, all really, do. I, yeah. I really believe that when we move uh, to Eastport over in the East End, we got yeah. off track. Yeah, so, so to give you an idea, so, so that five-mile radius yeah. turned yeah. into a 15-mile radius. Yeah. Close to 20. Yeah, <laughs> it moved to the 20-mile radius. Now, here, now, what's funny about that is all of the facilities, no, except the first, all of the facilities were a warehouse or a remodel spot. Yes, yes. Uh, the first place and the last place mm -hmm. was a church building. Yes. Yeah. And then, then the then the world shut down. <laughs> <laughs> you moved to a church building, and oh, the world shut oh, down. Oh, and and I look at all of that during the pandemic. Uh, it was a godsend um, in a lot of ways because it was during that pandemic that um, things became a very big struggle for us financially. Yeah. And the people that we were purchasing the facility from did not want to renegotiate or cut us oh, any man. slack during that time. And the bills uh, was just really outrageous. Yeah. Uh, but now, was, how, old were you, how old were you at that time? How we old were was probably you? 11 years old at that time. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, because uh, that was in 20, yeah. Yeah, we were 10, 10 or 11, 10, yeah. 10, 10 years old. 10 years old. And yeah. so it was during that time that um, I just knew that it was not the will of God for us to be there. Yeah. 
it, yeah. it was not the will of God. Yeah. And me and you during that time, we had a whole bunch of conversations. Yeah, and, for real. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this this is the devil. I'm not right? going to say what what you said uh, about putting keys in an envelope oh, and walking oh, away. Oh, oh, oh. It was uh, that was something that was a oh, tough time. It was a very tough time. Yeah. But um, it was during that season that I knew that it was time for us to leave. Yeah. And um, I look at what I was willing to do was a step of faith um, to box up those keys and uh, mail those keys back to, uh, <laughs> to, the owner Missouri, the to the owner of the building. Because I'll tell you what, we're not going to be here. Yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah. That's, so then you could you connect with. Uh, so how did you meet? Jo how did how did that? There, there we, we had a mutual friend because when we moved out of the location next to Best Buy, uh, we, uh, I came in contact with a pastor, super guy named Brock Patterson, okay. who was the pastor of also a startup church at that time. They were looking for a location. So okay. as we okay. were exiting out, I was able to get him in to that location. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yes. I didn't realize it. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. So we, we moved out, they moved in. Gotcha. So and then they kind of picked up our lease. Um, that's that's a major favor right yeah, there. Like for real. Yeah, what you said. Yeah. So, so you're there and then then you say Brock. So Brock does Brock I call Brock uh, one day leaving from the location out by the airport. And I, I'm like, look, I got to call. I, got, I need to make some phone calls. <laughs> There's got to be someone around here who knows of a facility who's willing to share a facility. Yeah. And uh, God is such an amazing God. He has a, such an amazing way of orchestrating, yeah. you know, his sovereign plan, his yeah. sovereign will. So I call Brock and uh, Brock answers the phone and says, hey, I know a guy um, out in West Little Rock at uh, Grace Church. Mm. He may be willing to share space. He said, you mind if I call him? I said, no, no problem. Here is a divine move in this thing. Mm. It was the day that Brock was getting ready to move out of state the following day. Oh, man. So and, you're talking to him the day before he's leaving. Yes. <laughs> and ironically, Josh stays across the street from Josh. I from, mean, from, from Brock. From Brock. Okay. Really? Brock has started coming to church here doing his transition from the church he started and the church he was getting ready to, that he got called to in Florida. What? Yes. So, so, man. Okay. Yeah. All of, I had no idea. I knew yeah. pe bits and pieces of yes. it. Yes. But I had no idea. Yes. Okay. And so Brock calls Josh. Josh comes across the street to help Brock pack <laughs> to leave. Okay. <laughs> Come on. And so the following day, me and Josh have a conversation. Wow. We set up a time. You come over yeah, I with come me. Over, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you, I was suspicious. <laughs> oh. Because I have seen. And so so Josh is Josh is white. Yeah. You know, and clearly you can tell by voices that we black. <laughs> We black. But yeah, so we come over. Now I've I've worked with churches before, especially with the convention mm -hmm. that have tried to to do that. It has been an epic fail. Yes, every single. And I'm I'm not talking about I'm talking about sharing space. Yes, that right. Has been, so I said, listen, 
as one of the ABSC, let me let me come over here and just <laughs> and just see what happens right. and make sure that nothing goes crazy. Right. Um, I believe in that meeting, that very first meeting, mm -hmm. is Josh made a comment about something that he did. He make do it yes. at the first meeting. Yeah. Some comment about you something would listen to him. I really would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm also looking at the yeah. location. You walking around looking, talking about okay, can, okay, we can afford it. What does it look like? And we get our folks in here. Right. And I'm listening to him, and I'm like, this guy is talking about. I've been praying yeah. for to do ministry with an African American group, yeah. and I'm thinking, mm -hmm. wait a minute, what you mean yeah. by that? You know, yeah. that that blew me away. Yeah, because you remember, you were the negotiator. You were the oh yeah, I was yeah. I was in between, yeah. and I was like, yeah. no, you you know, you like, well, what about? Mm -mm, nope, nope. This is what you do. What you? This is what you can offer, and this right. is what you can do, and this is what right. you can't do. This is right. what you won't do. Yes. Yeah. I was yep. trying to do my yes. Trying yeah. to do my oh, you job. You did your due diligence. You did. You did. Yeah. And so y'all start talking, Josh, and then there was another second meeting, mm -hmm. uh, and you bring in your prayer partner, Pastor mm -hmm. Al Rome. Pastor Al Rome. And uh, we're sitting, and uh, I came with the <laughs> alterations. <laughs> right. And Josh says this. Josh says, that's fine. Yeah. Let me take it to the elders. Mm -hmm. And fast forward to conversations about co cohabitating to getting married. Yes. See that see let me tell you something. <laughs> That's the that I don't want to I don't want to go off on a tangent, but let me just say this. That's the danger of cohabitation. <laughs> the danger of cohabitation. Cuz here's the deal. Don't get comfortable cohabitating. <laughs> because if you get you, you listen whether you common law or legally, you gonna, right. you going to be married. Yeah. You will be identified yes. as being <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, because other. people start identifying us as being one church before we became one church. Yeah, that's true. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Cuz people yeah. are like, "Oh yeah, you go to the black church or the white." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where we go. We go to both of them. Wow. That's yeah. Um, but can you see, and, and you, you've been around me for a long time. Yeah. But does this not remind you of what happened? 30 years. Street? Yeah, it did. Yes. I mean, just the same. You know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it's shifting a little bit, but I, I really want to kind of pursue this. When we are legitimately following God. Yes. Uh, ah, glory. God has a way. Yeah of orchestrate, I'm using your word, mm -hmm. orchestrating things, laying out a plan that never would have happened. Number one, first of all, have we not submitted? Yes. Have we not submitted? Right. Had you not finally said, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to stay here. Until <laughs> and here's the thing. Let me let me just let me just encourage a pastor or or, or a leadership mm -hmm. board right there now. There you go. There you go. When you see things moving in a certain direction. You are the brook drying up. You better look for a widow. <laughs> <laughs> when the brook dries oh. up, look for a widow yes. gathering sticks. Yes. Matter of fact, when Jesus told oh, him to go and glory. prepare the upper room, he said, go look for a man carrying a, a, a pitcher of water. Yeah. Pitcher of water, I don't know why, but you go look for because here's the deal. When you hold on too long, <laughs> you're gonna die. You, you go. You that's gonna right. Die. That's you're right. gonna die. A friend of mine gave me a uh, gave me a picture. I'm gonna show you the text later on. There was a video for who the book Who Moved My Cheese. Yeah. And we're gonna put that link in the show notes as well to the book Who Moved My Cheese. Take your leadership team through that book yeah. because it allows you to look for vision and the hand of God yeah. in many different many yeah. different ways. And, and and Neil, you know what you just transitioned is so powerful because sometimes as leaders we want to save face and say we just yeah. you know we realize that the brook has dried up 
everything is drying up, but we just going, oh, I'm just going to stay. Uh -uh. I had to risk embarrassment yeah. walking away from that place Yeah, to yeah. the degree that I was willing to file bankruptcy, everything. Golly. Because I knew it was not the will of God to be here. And God erased all of that. We never had to file anything. We never went through any legal challenges. The people just said, bye. Yeah. We're going to yeah. cancel the contract. Now, that is the that another miracle. Yes. Uh, in, in all of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it does not matter what what was going on culturally, That's because the it. culture, it was it was crazy. Yes. Nobody was was get, people were asking for more. Now, this mm -hmm. is the same. You have financial institution that was not willing to, nego to negotiate. Right. You're dealing with a global pandemic mm -hmm. that's negatively affecting so many things. You were doing uh, worship on the parking lot. All and, that. You know, all of this different. Th I mean, just so many things that were happening. But the owner of the facility that you were walking away from said, hey, you know what? This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Don't, don't file any paperwork. So there is not a stain on your on your economic record right. that shows that if if you don't say it, people won't know. There you go. If you don't say it, yeah. people won't know. Yeah. But but, I, you know, I, as as a result of what God did, sometimes I think I need to say something for the encouragement of some others. Yeah. Just to know that the sovereignty of God is always working, oh, always man. moving on our behalf. Yeah. And it gives you a whole new revelation. And my dad tells me this all the time. Uh, and we know yeah. that all things work together for the good. Yeah. Uh, may not look good at the time, but if you just trust and believe, uh, there's going to be better on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Got a couple of minutes left. Let me, let me kind of transition a, a little bit and, and move forward with, uh, negotiations started talking. Uh, you got two leadership groups. You have Grace Temple and then you got mm -hmm. Grace Church. And again, God did something miraculous in the mix with that as well. Mm -hmm. Because when you have an existing elder, deacon, leadership board that has been doing things a certain way, mm -hmm. uh, Grace Temple was uh, 11, 12 years old, I guess, at mm -hmm. the time. Grace Church was probably 30 plus, 30 plus years mm -hmm. old. Mm -hmm. So but but both were in a season of we want to just glorify God. Yeah. We yeah. just we really yeah. want to give God glory. In, in because when we first got here that first year, I, I uh, declared that that first year was going to be year reset. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It was yeah. a reset. Yeah. Um, which meant I start seeing the possibilities of a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when you start seeing the possibility even in the in the natural, you you talking about getting married, you, there's some things you need to pump your brakes on. Yeah, trim down. Yeah, trim down. Trim down some things. Cut back on go. some stuff. That's it. Uh, because you see where you're going. And so yeah. when we made that, that first year, a year of reset, there's some things I never started back doing. Yeah. Because I saw where we were going. Yeah. 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 That was good. And I think I think Grace Church, actually, I'm not speaking for them. We'll have them on the next time on the on the podcast. But I think that they kind of were in a in a circle in a in a circling mm -hmm. action as well. Yes. Saying, hey, you know what? This is pretty much what we're going to do. Uh -huh. And right. they were going to stay where they were. Mm -hmm. uh, African, um, predominantly 99 percent African-American congregation. Yes. And a 99 percent white mm -hmm. congregation. And the leadership finally said, you know what? This is what we're going to do. Yes. Here's what the miracle things for me. And I, and I saw this happen. The elder. There's an elder on the uh, uh, Grace Church elder board that said, you know what? I, 
I may not necessarily be able to be a mm -hmm. part of what's going forward, but I don't want to hurt it. Yes, and he it. stepped back and yes. then wrote an email. And I mm -hmm. saw the email that said, you know what, if we do, it's kind of like uh, Gamaliel, I think, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. if we try to go against it and it's God, we won't win anyway. We anyway. You know, we won't win. So if it's God, it's going to survive. Yeah. If it's not God, it won't survive. Uh, and and the the rest really is history. We'll get the we'll get Josh's piece, and then I'll do a little sum up with both of you guys. Probably we may this may turn into three podcasts. No problem. Point. No problem. But uh, but just knowing that history, uh, using this time to encourage leadership to listen to God. If you, if you have to do something wow. to encourage wow. leadership, um, I, I've been in this for forty years, and there's no replacement for prayer and being patient before God to get instructions from him. This is his church. Yep. This is his ministry. It's not ours. Um, and to have an openness, you know, old preacher used to say, when you pray, keep the side door open. Mm. You know, sometimes when we pray, we're looking a certain direction. Yeah. But sometimes that's not the direction. Sometimes it's a side door yeah. that the Holy Spirit will come in and say, no, we're going to take you in a different direction. And uh, there's a, a friend that we've had for years, uh, Prentice Dupins. He did a poem one time, The Road Less Traveled. Yeah. Most yeah. leaders, yeah. most churches are not willing to go down the road that is less traveled. Yeah. Ha! Yeah. But there's a yeah. blessing when we have enough faith, courage to say, God, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. I don't know. There's not a lot of people on this road. Yeah. But I'm going down. It. Yeah. And um, I, I tell people that having enough confidence, having enough courage to say, Lord, I'm going to trust you when I can't trace you. I'm going to trust you when I don't understand it. Yeah. I'm going to trust you when I don't know what the outcome going to be. Yeah. But it's going to be good. Man. Yeah. That's uh, if you are not encouraged by this podcast, I'm going to tell you, man, uh, you just go back and listen to it again. Go ahead and share. Bishop Arnold, thank you so much for joining us thank on the you. Prison Podcast. Thank you for sharing uh, just your story uh, about from, uh, I, I don't even know what to call this, from, from there to marriage, you know, <laughs> how, how marriage kind of came about. But it really turned into a time of encouragement for leadership. Yes. You know, this is really a, a season to encourage church leadership. Listen, go ahead, like and subscribe to uh, the uh, the Prism podcast on whatever platform you're you're listening to uh, uh, Prism on. Thank you so much for joining us on this time, Bishop Arnold. Thank you so much again for thank being you. a part of the Prism podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Prism. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. If you did, or even if you didn't, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe so you'll never miss one episode 